Hey parishioners, thank you for tuning in for another episode of bonus content. We got all kinds of fun little bits of trivia to talk about today of all the many, many, many ordinances that we read about in our episode today. And so first, who here wants to learn about usury? I don't know if I do because I don't know what it is. (laughs) What? You guys suck. I don't don't even know what you said. (laughs) She said usury. 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 See, it sounds like Yuzuru Hanya to me, and so if that's the mm. case, then absolutely. Well, he has yet to make a cameo appearance in this in this Bible that I know of. <laughs> well, okay, He's let me let me try a different angle, y'all people who've been in the entertainment industry. Okay. Who okay. is familiar with the Merchant of Venice? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you sure? I'm familiar. Okay. All right. Okay, because that was a big important factor in the Merchant of Venice of one of the you know one of the plot points. Okay. But okay. let's back up. So the reason I'm talking about this is because we read this verse Exodus 22 and 24, 25. Sorry, chapter 22, verse 24, 25. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, if, if sorry, I copy and pasted the King James version, so you get that uh, little bit okay. bonus. Cool. Cool. If thou lend money to any of my people, even to the poor with thee. Thou shalt not be to him as a creditor, neither shall ye lay upon him interest. So basically, you can't charge interest to someone among you who is poor. You can't charge interest to another Jew. So the practice of charging interest initially was described using the term usury. And now the way that we use the word usury today or that we would use the word usury today would be to refer to like predatory lending or like abusive extortionist lending. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. like, like a loan shark. So okay. the idea of like okay. someone who's lending but at a really high interest rate or to someone that they know cannot pay the loan back, basically some way that's going to unfairly benefit the lender and really okay. F over the person, okay. the lendee, okay. as it were. However, historically, usury just meant charging any kind of interest at all. Huh, okay. So this concept of charging interest on loans for a very long time was considered really unethical. Um, hmm. and, Interesting. And this is not just in the Jewish traditions, but in Islamic traditions as well. Now, what we will find out in later books is that God does go on to clarify, you can't charge interest to another Jew, but you can charge interest to a foreigner. Right. That's okay. You huh. know, I just felt like that was clear from what one. we read, too. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Just not quite as explicitly stated. Okay. Um, Got it. So if we fast forward a couple centuries, the Catholic Church officially condemns usury, so as in charging interest of any kind, in the 13th century. And their analogies at the time, it makes sense. Like, they made this analogy of, like, you know, if you sell a bottle of wine to someone, you wouldn't charge them for the bottle of wine and then also charge them to drink the wine. You know, you can't sell a cake to someone and charge them for the cake and then also charge them for eating the cake. So it's like, okay. Functionally, I get it. It makes sense that to some people and some that cultures. To my credit card. Well, <laughs> that's the thing. That's the funny thing is that obviously we don't care about usury so much these days. Like we kind of expect it, right? That it's right. like there's yeah. going to be interest on your credit card payment or like your car loan or if your something mortgage. doesn't have interest. That's surprising. That's exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's amazing. So they definitely and today the Catholic Church itself takes part in different organizations that definitely charge interest, and so. Mm. They definitely changed their minds on that one. But for many, many, many hundreds of years, it was considered extremely unethical to charge any kind of interest whatsoever. However, here's the thing, is that also around that same time, Jews mm-hmm. generally were forbidden from joining any of the local like guilds of like skilled workers or artisans. They huh. were denied the right to own land. And so that meant that basically they could work as like a merchant on the street or they could be the bankers or the financers because they were the oh, only ones who would actually charge 
interest. Yeah. So, however, huh. that's the interesting thing is that, like, they kind of got him coming and going because, like, on the one hand, it's like, well, we're not going to allow you to do anything but be, like, financiers and money lenders. But we're also going to kind of hate you for doing that because you charge interest and we think it's really unethical and not a good business yeah. practice. But we're still going to use your services because we need we someone need to, yeah. to lend money. Because we have to. We need creditors of some kind. Right, because no one else is lending money if they're like, well, no, I'd rather not because right. there's nothing in it for me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, that's a challenging position to be in. Well, yes, it's definitely a challenging position to be in. Um, so this gives rise to what's known now as like economic anti-Semitism. Okay. It's well, definitely the yeah. roots of like, all we see today with like all these Jewish stereotypes of like Jews being in control of the banks or of money or of being you know right. really greedy or money grubbing or, or, or whatever or cheap yeah. or whatever Jews. it is that that these are kind of like the seeds of that stereotype being planted. Right. Yeah. And yeah, for all you English major slash theater major nerds, it's a very important factor in Shakespeare's play, The Merchant of Venice, because yeah. of the fact that our main character Antonio goes to the Jew Shylock because he needs. The money and that's something that comes up in the play a lot is this discussion around like well i have to go patron this person who i don't respect but i do need the money and so i do need to cooperate with this person hmm. so yeah anyway but that was kind of like it was interesting to me that it popped out because like that's our first instance of them actually of it being kind of codified of like yeah interesting you can charge interest to other people but not to you know not to your own people right mm -hmm. yeah and i i don't you know, I sh should have looked this up first, too. But there's also something um, within Islam as well about mm -hmm. not, oh, yeah? not yeah. lending money. But I think they kind of fell on the side more like the Catholics, where it's like, we can't do this. So there's, there's some, still, something from, about From what that. I was researching, there's still Islamic communities where they're very strict about not you charging can't interest. Charge interest yeah. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder yeah. why that is. So some other stuff that I looked up. One here is... Um, well, I guess the first one I looked up was about that mod for civilization. So for those <laughs> yeah. of you out there who are computer gamers. <laughs> yeah. So I looked this up and what I kind of was hoping to find was kind of like a full reworked mod where the whole of civilization just takes place like during this era of kind of the mm, warring tribes in the Middle East. But uh, that doesn't exist. However, I did find a mod where... You know, like you can pick which civilization you're going to be, that mm -hmm. this person has created the civilization of Israel, which oh, interesting. in this mod, the leader of Israel is King David, who we haven't gotten to yet, but we will. Is that a thing? I know the star of David. That is a thing. Yep. Yeah. So King David's a big deal. We'll get to him later. Is there a book of David? Well, he did write some books. He is in many books. He wrote several books, but there's, none hmm. of them are called like the book of David. But oh, fu functionally, yes, there are books of oh, David. God. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, so someone has made that and I was kind of looking into it and it's, it's, you know, interesting. It's got some like all custom artwork and everything. It's quite oh, well they, done. They did well. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Some of their special abilities is that they're the chosen people. So <laughs> pastors get them extra culture points uh, yeah. because being pastoralists was a big part of that. Because they're really making sure that no one's, you know, screwing them and stealing their donkey or <laughs> right. putting them in a <laughs> right. hole or. Yeah. And that they're a largely faith-based civilization. Nash. So in, in civilization, mm -hmm. you can try to win sort of through like, economic means or religious means or cultural means or just warfare or whatever. But anyway, so this is sort of a more faith-based 
one. Anyway, and there's all sorts of like events that happen throughout the game, such as building the Temple of Jerusalem or composing a psalm or Bathsheba getting pregnant oh, with all your these, child. Hey, hang on, like, all these spoilers. Just just names of things. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Also, Emily's Am already Bathsheba. read about Bathsheba. Oh, right. We did talk I've about Bathsheba, Bathsheba already. That's right. I forgot about we that. We read about that on our other podcast. Yes. Okay. So anyway, mm. pretty interesting. But And so I was looking at it and this same person who made this has made a bunch of other civilizations, but one of which is the Philistines. Oh, snap. So you could play a game with your friends as the Israelites and the Philistines, which I actually oh. kind of want to set up now. Wow. You want to play some, some civilization serve? with me? I've always been intrigued by Civ. I've never actually played a full game myself. Oh man! Well, but I always ha- it. I've stayed away from it because it seems like it has that combination of really addictive qualities that I'd be into. It's it's uh, it's a problem. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it did just come out for the Switch though. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, no, you can't Civ get this 6. mod on Switch oh, though. That's true. So I would recommend doing this on your computer. Plus, this is a mod for Civ Five, which is the previous right. Civilization. So it's also very cheap mm. to buy now. Oh, there which you is, go. Which is nice. Yeah. Support this Civ Five <laughs> mod artisan who <laughs> exactly. is working so hard to to make these on things. Patreon.com. Yeah, <laughs> and doing really good work from what I can tell. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. And just just Google like Israel mod for Civ. It's pretty much. The only one or at least the main one <laughs> so it should be easy to find and the last thing that i looked up i don't know if you remember like talking about this at all in sunday school dedeker but is the whole boiling a kid in its mother's milk definitely never talked about this in sunday school oh really really yeah no did I, you, you did, not, you did? Not, in, not in sunday school but when i was older i remember this being like no, never debated and discussed this. and stuff okay never. so really why was it debated and discussed? I thought that you guys were saying that it was about a baby goat kid. Well, yes, sort of. But it's just so bonkers and comes out of nowhere, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's just like, what? what is this? So I did a little bit more research on this. And okay. what's interesting is that for quite a while, there was this prevailing theory that mm-hmm. boiling a baby goat in its mother's milk was part of some Canaanite like fertility ritual oh, or something like whoa. that. Which I thought was interesting. However, apparently more modern scholars have more and more like kind of disproven that and kind of been like, no, actually, that's not. They've been like, the Canaanites weren't nuts. What are you talking yeah, about? They're like, that's bonkers. That's not something that happened. So what was it then? Well, what I seem to be coming back to looking at a lot of these different sources is that it's just a mistranslation. That oh, there was like a really? chunk of text that was missing that kind of got like filled back in and then mistranslated or sort of. Okay, so initially See, it was I want to like... know how much of this book is that. Well, well okay, so hang yeah. on. So there, so initially, so okay, so the mistranslation is "do not boil a kid in its mother's milk," and actually it was "don't boil a lid in your brother's silks," <laughs> or "don't foil it," don't. Coil a lid in your brother's silks? Was... Break the hull in the candle of his brain. What? Oh, really? Do you not? What are you talking what's about? That... Oh, what are you what's saying? that movie? What's that movie? I don't know. This is Uh-oh. great radio. Man, no, there's a there's a movie with, uh, there's like Muppets involved. Someone is screaming into their podcast machine right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, no, they are. They know it. I've been doing this to everyone today. No, gosh, what is it? And the, the, like, the main character woman like speaks in these garbled sentences mm-hmm. um, and they, they finally end up figuring out it's like 
well, I don't want to give spoilers, but it's like well, break the oh, ball in the handle of her cane uh-huh. is like the solution to the riddle, but she kind of mixes it up. Okay. Anyway, I thought you were going for that sort of a thing. No, I wasn't. What was no. it? It's not the dark well, crystal, is it? But I know it's definitely not, okay. but I really want to know what actually they think the translation was. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what we're actually talking about <laughs> right that. now. Yeah. Yes. So basically, this is based largely off of this scholar, Bekor Shor, who's a Jewish theologian, scholar type person. And basically what what uh, he's saying is that the phrase actually has nothing to do with eating meat or preparing it or anything. Huh. And instead, he believes that it's essentially sort of a poetic way of expressing the requirement to bring your firstborn animals to God as soon as possible. It's about like not like weaning them off of their mother's milk first before presenting them to God or sacrificing them, I but see. doing it right away as soon as they're born or within that seven day window that they're supposed right. to. Right, okay. And kind of points out that it also fits in well because in the previous verses, it's been talking about sort of the timeliness of how you need to carry out God's uh-huh. commandments. And so that kind of fits with the theme rather than being this like super out of left field thing about preparing animals in a certain way. Great. Yeah. Saying, yeah, that it kind of goes along with the commandment to not leave over the like fat from the sacrifice until morning, right. but you have to eat it all that evening. Yes. It's kind of saying about like be punctual in doing what God Just tells you to don't do. Procrastinate. And, and don't like let this calf like get raised on its mother's like, milk and then kill don't it. Don't name it. You're going right. to get attached to it. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Don't let it stick around. Enjoy it while it's tiny and cute, but then get rid of it. Yeah. The vegan in me is very horrified right now. You need to Just get used very... to that sensation, Emily, because it's not going to stop. Yeah. It is yeah, not going to stop right. as long as it's you're on really this podcast. Yeah. 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 It's really unfortunate. Yeah. Anyway, so I thought it was interesting because there are like whole like Jewish kitchens and stuff that will separate out the cooking of meat from the cooking of milk specifically Mm. to try to not violate this. But this particular rabbi, I guess, from the 12th century, actually, this particular Hmm. person, but is saying like, no, actually, this is kind of about entirely other things. So anyway, it's really interesting interesting just how much like forensic analysis has to go into. Oh, for sure. To all of this, especially if you're going to try to make real life laws oh and if you're gonna try to make out policy of out of this yeah right. yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely that, that good old american tradition yeah that well not just america i know a lot know. of the world no. a lot I of the world know. has yeah. tried to do this at different times that's true yeah you're right <laughs> yeah wow well that was fun well, that was exciting yeah we learned a lot i always love researching with you too oh yeah there will be a lot i'm sure to research as time goes on oh, and especially so if he gives us even more like footnotes to the ten commandments <laughs> next month sure. next i definitely week. will then, yeah yeah it'll continue on so looking forward to sharing that with you next time and if anyone knows what movie i was talking about like comment on patreon oh, man. like yeah yeah let Go me know it. what it was because that's gonna drive me crazy all right yeah see you next week <laughs>